Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Hey! What's up? I'm excited. Uh, we're doing gossip today. We're talking gossip. We're slinging gossip. Every day. Every day, all day. Uh, this is, I'm going to actually, another one I'm going to be surprised if anyone's seen it because it's such a random ass movie from 2000. Mm. Um, directed by Davis Guggenheim. I don't know if it's that Guggenheim. David but... Guggenheim. Oh, Davis. Oh, is it Davis? Oh, whoops. I think. Yes, Davis. Oh. Philip Davis. Um, is he part of that family? I don't know. Which I think so. The Guggenheim family, the museum oh, like in the New York. actual Guggenheim. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder, maybe? I don't know. How strange. Um, oh, well, was... he went to Sidwell. It was cool oh, to find funny. out that he was a producer of Training Day and an Inconvenient Truth. And also married to Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. So that's pretty cool. And yeah. he was an associate producer on Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Which, oh, wow. like, you know how like, we were talking about like favorite movies and stuff? Like That goes on, uh, on that list of top maybe 20 favorite movies of mine. Oh, is it really? Mm -hmm. I love that movie. I've only seen it like a handful of times, but it's on the list to do. Okay. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. But but yeah, that that's so funny that, that he did all that. Mm -hmm. And that's cool that he's married to Elizabeth Shue because she's in The Boys, mm -hmm. which I am now watching. I'm at the beginning of season two. Mm -hmm. And yes, I get it. Everyone's told me it's great. It's great. I'm loving it. So I'm slowly getting in back into it. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It does start kind of slow, mm -hmm. like season one. But I've heard that it's, like, really good. But, like, I keep telling you off air, like, this is how Marvel movies should be because they're they're like this in the comics. Except, I mean, they don't go as far. Like, you know, suck my penis to get into the Justice League, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Deep. Uh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, but the only thing is they could do that, but they just wouldn't make that much money. That, well, it would have to be cool. rated R. Then, that's the only thing, yeah. But I... I I feel like suck my penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome, um, folks. It's just two minutes in. It's going to be a weird episode. <laughs> um, you got to give the children what they need. Uh, no. mm -hmm. um, but, uh, or what to expect from the boys, right? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. But like I was telling you yesterday, like if the Mouse House didn't own Marvel, they would have gone the Deadpool way and been more violent and been, I feel like it, you know? Probably. They just wouldn't make that money. No. They just want to make all that money that they can. They want to make it family, like a family-oriented yeah. situation, which is cool. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That'd be cool if they did a rated R Batman. Oh, my God. Wait, haven't they? Wasn't... I'm pretty sure that was 13. Are any of The last are? one was 13. Oh. I think so. I mean, are they? Christian, no, I mean, even uh, Dark Knight was 13. was PG-13, I think. Christopher Nolan's isn't R? No, I don't think so. Oh, wow. Because they're they're not like they don't swear and there's no like gore. So mm. what else? Like that's about it. Like it's basically just about the violence and stuff. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they have it. Um, this movie is so weird. It's available to rent places. It is on Cinemax right now. If and there's like a week trial that you can get. Mm -hmm. Um, or like a month trial or something. So if you really want to watch it, just watch it and then like you know cancel the subscription if you don't want Cinemax. But it is rentable. Mm -hmm on um like youtube and apple so this isn't like one of those movies that you can't find mm -hmm. which is cool um what are your first impressions of this well first of all um i found it really awesome that the executive producer was joel schumacher yeah right who, who brought cool. us batman forever and batman and robin oh i know <laughs> which we haven't done batman and robin yet and i kind of want to do that Oh, God. You don't want to do that at all? No, I mean, okay, well, let's say we can do it, and I think we should do it in, like, the bad sequel episode. Okay. Like, we'll that. do a half yeah. and half. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do, like, a whole hour, mm -hmm. but, like, there's some funny moments, but it's not, there aren't that many, like, good moments. It's just really, maybe we can do it as, like, awesomely bad or something. <laughs> awesomely bad. Just like rag it. on it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's so bad, but it's, like, funny bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Very so true. bad. Um, but my first impressions was, I like the... I like the younger version of Lena Headey, who, for those uh, Game of Thrones nerds out there, is uh, Cersei. And she's mm -hmm. the villain of the show, basically. And Oh, she's the villain. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, she's, well, she's the queen villain. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, she's amazing. She's amazing. You'll love her in it. Um, but to see her in like her twenties is really interesting to me. She looks the same. Oh, I mean, yeah, she does look the same. Different hair, different wig, whatever. But um, she's amazing. Although, like I told, I told you off air. I think yesterday I was like, her American accent is really bad in this movie. I feel like this is the first movie I've seen her in, so I think I didn't know that she was English. So yeah. I just thought this is how she talked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I loved how like uh, Joshua Jackson's in it. He's still like brooding from his like. Um, Pacey. <laughs> well, like he was also in Skulls that year, so I think maybe he was in that character. <laughs> An urban legend right before that, <laughs> right? And Cruel Intentions. He worked <laughs> when <laughs> Dawson's Creek he was, was on. A working hoe. Um, yeah, they all did actually, except for true. like Michelle Williams. She did like H two O, and she might have done like one or two others. But the other three, like Dawson, Joey, and Pacey, they were like doing so many movies on off time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, it's crazy. You brought this up to me like many times uh, last couple months, and I wasn't. It wasn't that I was apprehensive on seeing it. I just didn't feel like I was ready until now. Like I feel really? like I don't know. Like I feel like my and I keep talking about this with you is like my AD my ADD brain has like my toe dipped into too many things. Yeah, it's um, and it's just it's hard to focus on like one thing, <laughs> like a movie especially because now everything is so short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, I and get it. Like for the times, uh, like in two thousand, I think it was an okay movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, kind of boring to be honest, but I, it had like a little bit. Yeah. It had a good story to tell. Yes, but, it did. You know, just the final product needed help and some tweakage, and even like the subject matter really has to be like told differently nowadays. It's really current though. If you it, think about oh yeah, like I mean, what they yeah what they're talking about, I feel they could easily adapt it now. Yeah, I mean like gossip in general is never going to go away, right? No, it's bigger. It's bigger and yeah. bigger. But nowadays, because yeah. um, you can't tell stories like this without getting like a lot of flack because someone's gonna mm-hmm. somebody or some group is always gonna get offended and blast you on like all over the social media platforms right so stupid but if this were um to be ever rebooted i wouldn't be mad at it no i wouldn't either um it just has to be treaded lightly like i said nowadays I guess. Yeah, it would just have to be. I feel like the way that it was done, though, I mean, like, obviously, spoiler, we're going to do this whole thing. I find it interesting that the writer um, for the story is a guy named Gregory Poirier, I guess. He might be Canadian or French. Um, And the screenplay was Teresa Raybeck. So the screenplay was written by a woman, which I find interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find it interesting that we do have that twist at the end that, like, everyone's in on it. Yeah, right. Like, it'd be better if it... I mean, not be better, but it's good that everything is in on it because, like, throughout when you're watching it, if you've never seen it before, like, for the first time, you're like, oh, my God, this is so Mm -hmm. fucked. Like, how is he just going to get away with this? Right. And nothing's going to happen. Same thing in... Like, so you do have that vindication... Of the fact that that he is going to supposedly be punished in the future mm-hmm. for like what he did and that it was like you know a kind of nefarious motive, but yeah, I'm excited to see like your thoughts like further on. But the casting is like so good oh, yeah. too. I mean, like yeah. I do have I do have a question about the ending, but I'll get to that in a second. Oh, um, cool. All yeah. right. But uh, I love how like literally James Marsden looks exactly like. He's so he just hot. came off the last day of shooting Disturbing Behavior and went he did. onto the set of this movie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? he does. Like, he didn't change. He didn't, like, change his mannerisms or anything. He still looks good. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. Yeah, um, he's in Westworld, mm-hmm. I think is the most Which I just, I just recently restarted, too. Oh, it's good. It's another one that you um, have to, like, kind of hold on. He actually did just do disturbing behavior before gossip. That's so funny. Well, because, like, um, Westworld, you and I started back in Bethesda mm-hmm. when I was living there. And then I think when you jumped off, I jumped off. And then you went back eventually. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I-, I went back for the first two. I didn't see season three. I heard it was in. Eh. They only so had I- three, right? No, four just started. Oh, shit. Four literally started, like, last or whatever Sunday yeah. and they might be on two episodes now but I've read that season four is like actually really good oh gosh like so maybe I'll at some point like in the future not now because I'm watching so much else yeah. but maybe at some point I'll like watch three and four again because I like the show it's a really like different interesting show mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, it's a lot. It's really heavy too. Oh yeah, it's like oh, a really oh. heavy. Like you have to pay attention. Like you can't be like kind of casually watching it because it's mm. so mm-hmm. like in depth and like very. multiple meanings and like you see things that you didn't see before. It's like very, but it's mm. cool. But really um, cool. as I excuse me, <clears throat> as I kept watching this, I was like, well, Kate Hudson is a horrible actress in this movie. Um, yeah, this must be her early stuff, right? That, yeah, well, she was in Almost Famous the same year as well. Right but, after. Apparently, she, she almost more... didn't do this movie mm-hmm. because she was getting ready to do Almost Famous. she was Famous. really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm thinking either she just sucked in this movie or that they just gave her, like, very bad lines and told her to be, like, a very timid girl. I don't know. <laughs> Who would you... Uh, this is another interesting thing, which I some podcasts that I listen to do this, and I'm I not that I'm trying to, like copy them but like this is we've done this before Mm -hmm. who would you replace her with if you had to recast that role but in the year 2000 not someone now any i was gonna say anybody but anybody no it's gotta be somebody Um, like nev campbell Mm, no well see she just done scream so that has to be like at the year 2000 in the career space that they're in so she would not do this i don't think if God, she just went like scream too. What or other three. actresses were hot in two thousand? Um, um, I mean, you got the people from like, uh, you know who would make a really good of this? Hmm. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, well, she was actually almost cast, I think, as. Oh, was she? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. We'll have to get to that tidbit. I feel like she's really good at like that, like playing you kind yeah. of thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah she yeah, has yeah. that kind of like you know. Um, She'd be really good. It has to be a blonde, I think, just to offset everyone who's a brunette. Everyone's a brunette. (laughs) (laughs) So there's got to be like a blonde. It's got to be a blonde. Um, I I love Edward James Olmos. And um, I know one of my favorite ones is he played Selena's father, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I love how like he looks very like Lionel Richie in this role. Yeah, he does. Without the Jerry curls. (laughs) Yeah, he does. (laughs) Um, And like I said, like poor Joshua Jackson looks like. He just like got off the set of skulls. He died. Yeah, that was the same year too. Yeah. Um, I feel like Paul Walker could have easily been interchanged with James Marsden. Like we could have picked any of those mm-hmm. like actors of the time, and they could have pulled this type of movie off. Mm-hmm. And then um, you and I both love like the flat or oh my god, that. that fucking loft. Yeah, okay, so apartment who, loft. Who owns that? It's Derek's. Oh, remember, it's Derek. he's super rich. Yeah. He's like super rich and doesn't need. I I said it was very Brian Kinney vibes from Clerks Full. Yes. Like he has this amazing loft. Like it was even bigger though because it has multiple levels. And I love the it yellow, has two levels. I love the yellow doors. I know. Yeah, it's so it's so like WB show very, set. Very <laughs> like that. Like it's so a set from like Felicity or like Dawson's Creek or like, in college. And like this was somebody like I think Jack lived in a really cool apartment in Dawson's Creek. Like Pacey and Jack lived like with this girl like later on, and she had a really cool loft. It was like one of those kind of like sets. Oh uh, yeah, totally. Like I think, really cool. and, like I told you off air before this is like I think it was basically an added character on its own. Oh yeah, totally. you know, <laughs> it kind of looked like the place that you see in the flashback of Gossip Girl when you see that Nate and Serena slept together, mm-hmm. and they show like a flashback, and it looks like that bar where there's like a floor that's lit. Like, it's almost a glass floor, and there's, like, a bar that has all this, like, lighting. Oh, yeah. And, like, it looks kind of like that room. I mean, this was, I think, shot in Canada, so it easily could have been, like, a studio somewhere. But it it looks really cool. It looks super. I love that club, too. Like, that there is. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but, like, what club has a shower? Other than a strip club. And, like, a bedroom. (laughs) Like, was that somebody's house? No, it was a club. Yeah, but it felt like I was... Because I remember when they go upstairs, I'm like, wait, are we back in Derek's apartment? But we're not, no, because that was like a club. So I was like, why is there a bedroom up here? Unless it's like, is it... The manager's? We didn't know who's there. Is there like a living space above the club? Yeah, but you could see it, though. Uh, true. Like, you could see, like, I think where the bed was and everything, you could see, like, oh, like a balcony, like, the second level, like, down, mm. and, like, stairs, and there was a bar, <laughs> like, in there, right? So I, mean, I was like, what the hell? Most of these kids were rich, right? So they probably... Yeah, most of them, yeah. It's somewhere. Like, yeah, it's like New York City. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to be a complete asshole. Like, I give this a solid C for... Oh, a C? Damn. Like, Completive is that a word? 
What did you say? Like contemplative, like contemplative. Is oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, know. I, I don't know if completed it. Con- conflated is a word. What does that mean? Uh, like it's just really like bogged down with like a whole lot of like mess i think that's probably what you yeah i think that's what you kind of want um (laughs) it says uh i think it it basically is like it's it basically combining two into one is technically conflate but conflated is like it's like when you merge a lot of shit together that it might like come up together like it might be okay but then it also could be like yeah yeah in a bad way because i was gonna say either either the the made-up word i made or maybe just an a for effort like I'm not. Compl- we are not ABC News. We don't know what the I, fuck we're doing. I'm not completely so. hating on it. Okay, like I said, I don't want to be a complete asshole, but it was. No, I like this. this so it good. was. It was my first time seeing it as well. So you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is good. This is <laughs> this is a good uh, interpretation. What are What are your thoughts? Okay, well, my first impression is that I first saw this at my friend's house in 2000 because we rented it and we saw the cover of the VHS. We rented it on VHS. I like remember this really vividly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, oh, cool, like Pacey's in it and James Marsden. Like these were all people that we knew. I don't think I knew uh, Lena Hetty at the time. And I don't think I'd ever seen Norman Reedus. I may have. I've seen Boondock Saints, but I think I saw it after. He's in uh, the Walking Dead series. The, yeah, the yeah, now he is. Yeah. yeah, he's super hot in that. I mm-hmm. think he's super hot in this too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really know anyone except for like Pacey and James Marsden. Those were like the two people that I knew. I don't even think I knew um, Kate Hudson because she was like pretty new on the scene at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this looks cool. So we watched it and we were like, oh, cool. Now, granted, in 2000, we were 17. Yeah. So we had like a 17 year old, like obviously I wasn't doing anything like this where I'm dissecting the story. So we found it enjoyable and super fucked up. And it's really weird because back when we were in high school, like rumors were a thing because of the way that they were passed. Like basically they kind of talk about telephone and how thing how the story always changes and like either gets bigger. And it's like, it's like the classic game of telephone, which I don't even know if young people even know what that means. <laughs> What's but it a just telephone? means it, Yeah, right? Like you mean a cell phone? Right. Even cell phone sounds weird. They're like cell phone. It's like smartphone? I don't know. What the it's fuck? a cellular phone. <laughs> yeah. Do how what, what is the best part? I need to insert that clip right here. I'm gonna make a note. Um when uh in Scream where they're like, What are you doing with a cellular telephone, son? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's so weird. Let me ask you this. What are you doing with a cellular telephone, son? Everybody's got one, Sheriff. That Billy has a phone, and then I love when his phone, like, drops out. Like, it's some fucking Zach Morris the brick, brick phone. And it, like, drops out on the thing. And, and then she goes, oh, my God, he has a phone. And she, like, runs out, like, runs back. Like, it was like a bloody knife. Uh-huh. It was like, dude, it's a phone. <laughs> like, could have had a phone. But that was kind of funny. Like, what are you doing with a cellular telephone, son? And he's like, uh, and you know how to clone it? Bitch, what? Right? I don't even know how to clone a phone now. How are you all cloning phones in 96? <laughs> that's what i want to know that was a, like a massive plot hole but yeah scream is a fucking masterpiece so there's really nothing wrong with it but but yeah I, f- I find that so funny that now obviously they have you know rumor mills now there's just like instagram accounts that spread rumors and yep. just kind of say like this is alleged we don't know if any of this happened but this was kind of before that so it was very much you know word of mouth mm-hmm. like that's essentially how everything spread yeah so yeah it's really interesting to see kind of like the kind of taste for gossip and the way that it's evolved, but then not evolved because Mm -hmm. now I wrote this in my note. Now gossip is now currency, like whether it's good or bad, you just want to be talked about. Oh yeah. Yeah. totally. Yeah. So it's, it's really crazy. I find that really funny, but yeah, we watched it. It was super fun. We thought it was cool. And then I think I bought it on DVD, like for like $3 at like CD game exchange, like that place. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's one of those movies that I have on DVD. I don't watch that often, but I do like it. I've seen it on TV occasionally, like on cable. Really? Like in the middle of the day. Yeah, like the middle of the day on like a Saturday. Oh, wow. This is one of those movies me and Charles were talking about. Remember how 
on the weekends on like Fox and other channels, they'd have like three movies, mm-hmm. like at noon and then at four and then at six. Oh, gotcha. And like this would be one of those things you would see. Like you would see. Obviously, I always point out Fear because I taped Fear mm-hmm. like on TV when it was on. But like it was like one of those movies that you would see on TV like in the middle of the day, and you're like, oh, cool. It's like a random movie. So yeah, it was it was super cool. I mean, I really liked it. I mean, I I like this movie. I would give it like a solid. Seven out of ten. Okay, there you go. Just because I think the nostalgia, I think, is probably why I like it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would like it as much if I saw it today, but I actually like it for the nostalgia factor no, and I, the actors I, I totally and everything. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, we let's see the the main cast. We kind of touched on, but it's James Marsden, Lena Headey, Norman Reedus, Kate Hudson, Eric Bogosian, who's the professor, Professor Goodwin, who sounds uh, exactly like um, what's his name from Jurassic Park, Ian. Um, oh yeah, he does. Yeah, Ian oh. Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. He kind of looks. Um, like him too. Edward. Yeah, he kind of does a little bit. He, what else is he in? He's in like a lot of shit, and he always plays this like asshole guy. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, he's always like very like short. Like the way that he talks is very like. He's also in that movie Wonderland. Have you seen that? Oh sweet Jesus, he's gonna be in the Interview with the Vampire TV series. Ew, they're making a God. TV series. Yeah, it's actually like happening now. Get out. Yeah, Ugh. I think it's gonna be a prequel. Like I don't, I don't think it's gonna is be it really. I mean, I don't. Is know. it that whole Anne Rice thing that was rumored like a long time ago? Remember Jared Leto was supposed to play Lestat? Oh, and I was yeah, like, no. <laughs> no. Um, it says plot under wraps. It's all it says in oh, IMDb. Oh, and oh, he's the only person I recognize out of the, the cast. Oh. And no one's playing. Um, it doesn't have anyone playing Lestat or Louis. So I don't know who these like the characters are. Mm, but he was in... Okay, he's in Succession. He was in something a long time ago, but he always plays this, like, short, curt kind of guy. Like, he's in, like, Law & Order. He's in, like, a whole bunch of shit. But I find that funny that he was the <laughs> professor. Um, and then we have Joshua Jackson, Sharon Lawrence, who was the detective, mm-hmm. Detective Kelly. I love her. She's really cool. She was in, like, Shameless. Oh, the show yeah, Shameless, yeah. yeah. And she was in NYPD Blue a long time ago. She's in that show Dynasty, where she was. I think that, like, short-lived show. But, yeah, she's in a lot of cool stuff, too. I like her. But I like her in Shameless. And uh, I, I, liked how, <clears throat> I liked how this actress, Marissa Coughlin, was in it. For those of you who haven't seen it, and I think, Lauren, I told you yesterday... Um, she's in the movie Teaching Mrs. Tingle with Katie uh, yes. Holmes. Mm-hmm. She's also in um, Pumpkin. Oh, it's such a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie. Rather. With Christina Ricci. Yeah, another one that's on the list. Yeah, she's in a lot of... Rant- she's always, like, there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I see her in a lot of movies. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so funny. So, um, yeah, that's the main cast. So, behind the scenes... I just have the stats and then I'll let you take over the like details, but the IMDb gives us a 5.9 out of 10, which is a little low, but I get it. Mm. Um, box office or no budget for this was 24 million. That's a lot. Yeah. It was was the, it was the, the, um, the law. The law. <laughs> it has to be. Yes. They're literally not filming, or the club. Right. If it was a real yeah. club, but they shut mm-hmm. down. Like that's the only thing I could think of. But it made only twelve million. Like this was kind of a flop, and I feel like this was one of those movies that they intended to be like. I don't mean. I mean, I don't mean to like wax poetic about this movie because it's. I don't think it's the like greatest movie of all time. But literally, disturbing behavior is so fucking good. If you have not seen it, it is such an like a gem. Mm-hmm. I think like an undercover gem of the late nineties. And I feel like that movie was way better than this one. Yeah. And it probably oh, God, took yeah. less less to make um too. But it's that that one's more like horror though too. It's more like, you know, weird and like scary and stuff. But but yeah, I find that weird that it was like budgeted for so much. Unless they like cost a lot of money. Unless the actors cost a lot. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that, I mean. Uh, I would think so. No. But who knows? Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives us a 29%. Now, I mean, that's pretty bad. That's, uh, that, see, the thing is, that's by today's standards. It's kind of bad. That's true. But if you're judging it in like that, like, you know, young adult, like, you know, it was in that like teen movie space, like young adult, teen, late 90s mm-hmm. movie space. So I feel like it's not that bad if that's what you're 
grading it for, but it was like an indie. It feels like an indie, even though it wasn't budgeted as one. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but it feels like one for sure. And actually, all that shit that Travis had in his room, that probably cost a lot. Printing out all those fucking photos. And they said, I think in one of the notes I read that it took like days to like redo it. When he would like change his room around because he did like so much like media collages and so it was really, really cool. cool yeah yeah i really like that i thought mm-hmm. it was cool um and the audience gave it 47 percent. so that's ouch. better i mean it's, I mean, it's still ouch but it's better. yeah it's still out <laughs> yeah it's better uh so what are your notes what'd you get i only have a little bit but uh, yeah there's not much the university that the uh kids attended were um was also the same university in urban legend and the skulls oh wow so that was both cool. joshua jackson joshua jackson's uh yeah yeah he must have slept there <laughs> it is in canada that is where he's from oh that's true <laughs> um <clears throat> excuse me Brittany murphy and reese witherspoon were considered for the role of naomi preston oh i can't see Brittany, but i can see, I can see reese yeah. reese yeah um jennifer love hewitt and maggie gyllenhaal were considered for the role of jones lena lena hetty's character Oh wow! Um, Maggie is actually, I think, I think in the movie, really. But she only has like one line, and she's in the club scene in the beginning, where it's like twenty minutes into the movie. Oh wow! I think she's talking to that girl from Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Oh wow! Again, it looks like her, so I'm not sure if it's if if it's her or not. Oh okay. But um, the woman singing at the club in the very beginning, excuse me is uh, an artist named Poe. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who po. don't know her, she is an amazing performer. So good. She's very, like, very interesting. Yeah. She was big in the, like, this era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if you don't know her, go on iTunes or wherever you get your music from. That is... I love it. You're like iTunes. Everyone's like on Spotify. It's not even iTunes anymore. It's like Apple Music. I'm it's not even iTunes. <laughs> but that's, that's all I have. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, there isn't that much. I mean, there was another note I saw about, yeah, the rooms, like how it took so long. Oh, yeah. To, like, do all those mixed media um, in the room, which is kind of funny. And then, yeah, that bit about uh, Pacey, which is funny. Um <laughs> Although, really like, cool. although, side note, I was watching a YouTube uh, review of this movie. Oh, from, yeah. How was that? From a millennial's point of view. Um, it was okay. It was, I mean, he he was talking basically about nothing. But what I found really funny and embarrassing for him was uh, that he said that James Marsden played um, Clark Kent in Smallville. <laughs> what? I was like, to, for everything to bring up, he was like, yeah, he's a, he's that guy from Sonic the Hedgehog, and he played Superman in Smallville. <laughs> oh, jeez. And I was like, oh my god, are you serious? Tom Welling? He's clearly not a Marvel fan. <laughs> or uh, or DC, or WB, or, or CW, cool. whatever the fuck. Like, hello. Yeah, like, the fact I feel like th- that's crazy. What? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. Oh, man. Ooh, Josh Hartnett would have been a good one. Josh Hartnett, yeah. Yeah, I, that might have leveled it up mm-hmm. a bit. <laughs> I think if we got Josh Hartnett in there. Um, but yeah, all those kind of guys, I guess, at that point could have easily been on it. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, before we move on, I feel like Joshua Jackson's role was wasted. Like, I feel like they I could think, have yeah. just given him a little bit more. I mean... Yeah, it's true. I I wonder if he was like expensive. Mm. He was doing a lot of movies. That's true. I wonder if he like couldn't really like spend the time on set. Well, I mean, he like, was like Dawson's he... Creek at that time too, still right? Yeah, and they only had like two or three months on vacation. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. I I, w- I would bet he was probably the more expensive one. Yeah, I think at that point, yeah, that show was huge. 2000, so it had already been on for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was huge. There's a really good interview on YouTube of the three guys, Joshua Jackson, Norman Reedus, and James Marsden, mm. like for the press junket. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll post that on Instagram because it's cool. Yeah, it's cool to see them all talking about it. It's funny, like the guy who's interviewing them is really annoying and they're in Kansas City um, and he's like, asking them like do you guys think that like this would happen today like would this type of gossip go around and james uh vanderbeek or not james vanderbeek james marsden and joshua jackson are like eh, i 
don't know. Norman Reedus is like, yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> definitely. Like, are you crazy? People do this kind of shit all the time. And now it definitely happens. I mean, spoiler, I mean, not spoiler alert or spoiler alert. But if I was a teacher and uh, someone got me rumored, like, okay, so that was my question, actually. So mm-hmm. did all of this happen because he was, Derek was the one that made the rumor about um, Jones and the teacher. Because mm-hmm. this would be the ultimate teacher revenge, and I can't say I wouldn't blame the teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I. That's what I got. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, that's what I got. Because I remember Na- they made you think it was Naomi, and she's right. like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't do it. Right. I thought it might have been Travis, but then I was like, no. And then, and then what was weirder is that, like, they, <laughs> like, Lena's character was, like, introducing them all, and they're like, hi okay bye <laughs> like, yeah they're like hi leave. well they got him on tape that's true so there's like nothing else that's really true. it's like yeah. we got you on tape i think there were like no cops in there at all like, it was like they were all, right <laughs> yeah they were all like i was like oh that's right that guy's like the driver yeah. or something right before i was like oh that's right he's not a cop because i really thought he was which is so I was funny. like the ending was anticlimactic <laughs> yeah it kind of happened like really fast mm-hmm. like i they feel like there like, should have been an aftermath <laughs> yeah. yeah there should have been an aftermath i was like that's it yeah um cool all right so you have any more behind the scenes notes no Not much right mm-hmm. let's get into the fashion mm-hmm. by louise mingenbach i want to say her name is okay she did dope movies like the usual suspects and app pupil the other uh-huh. one we have to do um permanent midnight x-men x-men 2 um so she worked with obviously james mars and again as cyclops mm-hmm. x-men origins wolverine heartbreak kid superman returns oh, wow. the hangover hangover part all the hangovers all of the x-men's it looks like except for the third one i don't see last stand on here but future past apocalypse oh wow um jumanji the next level snake eyes and 21 and apparently a new shazam movie oh yeah um yeah so she's done some cool shit oh that's awesome for the costume so what did you think about Um, fashion i don't have a lot um i mean it it definitely had some fashion right Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like you know how like we were talking a couple of podcast episodes ago about like movies that don't really have all that much fashion to talk about Mm -hmm. and i think this was one of them i mean i think i think um the costume designer's like favorite color was red because like most uh-huh. of the girls in this movie, even the background extras, like had like red tops or red dresses or red shoes. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean I get that. I mean, you know, it's the color of passion and blah. <laughs> I don't know. Um but, it's uh, cool though. I love Lena's red dress in the beginning with the long black jacket. Yeah, I love all the jackets. Like, it's obviously cold and autumn. Yeah. Because it's very autumn, like, this whole movie. Um, That's cool. And then I love Travis's style of clothes, even though they don't really change much. Um, The scarf. I love his multicolored scarf. I want it so badly. Yeah, it's cool. It's very Gryffindor. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Except for it's not yellow and red, but it it still looks kind of yellow and red stripe. I was like, ooh, Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, I like Lena's uh, robe and pajama bottoms. Oh, yeah. I that think, was cool. Okay, I think if I were to pick one character, she would be, like, the more fashionable one. I think I like Travis. I mean, yeah. I did like I did like Derek, though, James Marsden. I, I did like his outfits, too. Really? It Yeah, it felt very, like, let's see. It felt very winter. I just wrote down, it's very, like, late 90s, like, Y2K fashion mm-hmm. when there was, like, mm-hmm. a gothy thing happening. That's true, yeah. In, like, some, not goth, really, but, like, goth in terms of, like, a really dark palette. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, neutrals. Kate Hudson was always in silvers or, like, yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Obviously, Pacey was always wearing, like, dark jackets, but or, like, you know, Dar- what's his name? Uh, Bo. Bo. And he, I think he wore, like, a light shirt at one point, but it was very dark. Everything was, like, a very... Yeah, it felt like a like an alloy catalog. It's like a catalog from, like, back in the day. It felt very like this type of style, like mm-hmm. this Y2K prom, like, issue 17. Like, it just felt very much, like, of the time. Mm. Gotcha. It was yeah. really funny. 
But I love the plaid. Um, I think she has like a plaid coat, Jones, at mm-hmm. one point. She has a lot of different coats. A lot. Yeah, there's like a patchwork coat. There's, I love her glasses. Mm-hmm. That she like interchanges and has on those like kind of circular like fifties type glasses. Oh, and her patchwork uh, purse. Yeah, that was pretty. Like cool. it's yeah, there are little details. Also, like let's be real, James Marsden's cheekbones are like a whole character in this fucking movie. <laughs> I don't true. even. He still has them. There, oh. he has the most incredible bone structure you've ever seen. Yeah, it's true. Very much like Rami Malek from Mr. Robot. Like just chiseled jaw it's just i don't even know how it happens but yeah his it it was really intense like i don't it's crazy that they're like (laughs) they're so like his cheekbones and his like you know face is just so like chiseled like that it's crazy um i love james marston Mm -hmm. i always forget about him and then i'm like oh yeah he looks (laughs) good he's like timothy oliphant like he's like fine wine he's looking good (laughs) like He's going to look even better. You know what I mean? He's going to like, uh-huh. looks good with age. You oh, know? totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have like the striped scarf Gryffindor vibes, the coats, the plaid, the glasses. I wish someone more, you know what I would have loved Travis wearing like leather pants. I would have liked like a vinyl moment. Mm. Um, Cause that would have felt very of the time. Cause That's there was definitely true. like, yeah. yeah, I would have liked like a shiny pant someone to have like a shiny pant on i think even the girl that james marsden or derek and keep wanting to call him this character name mm-hmm. that derek was hooking up with in the bathroom i think she even had a red shirt on she looked she was familiar. wearing like red and black like everyone's wearing red and black she looked really familiar i don't i, I yeah she did i don't she, know who the, not, i don't know it's her not name her, but um jordana brewster from the kind of yeah but it's not yeah, her though i know it's not her but yeah yeah i'm i don't know her i don't know her character name yeah i don't so i'm I not don't actually sure <laughs> yeah i'm not actually sure like which one she is girl yeah, in bathroom <laughs> is was, it i mean I that's how they do stuff like it's they true. do like girl in bathroom yeah. like yeah victim like, they'll, number they'll, four <laughs> yeah i mean they totally get zombie like, with hammer <laughs> i know girl in car number one <laughs> right. i think hillary not was it yeah i think hillary swank in buffy is like categorized as like girl number three. Oh my god he's there <laughs> like i think she doesn't really have any lines that's except true. for get out of my facial <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's the only thing she says <laughs> i mean it's the best part of the whole fucking movie but i mean it's like the one of the best quotes in the whole movie yeah um cool yeah that's all i have for fashion not a heavy fashion moment yeah uh let's get to music music graham revel or revel who literally does fucking everything, everything. in the 90s and 2000s the craft especially everything everything um we have performers like poe Mortiba, um propeller heads uh I've never heard of this group before. God lives underwater. Oh, I have. You haven't. That mm. song is so big. I remember that, like, the song. I just didn't. Yeah, know from it. your mouth. Um, yeah. Tin Star or Tinster. I did not know about that band until I shazammed it, and I realized that I've been hearing a lot of their songs in so many movies, mm-hmm. and I never knew who did it. And I was like, "What? Yeah, it's kind of nuts." We yeah, have, they have um, two songs: "The Look of Love" by Dusty Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> We've got an original song by James Marsden himself. Yeah, what was that? I have no idea. I didn't even know he sang. <laughs> I mean, I didn't either. I was trying to look for it. And then, of course, we have Tonic as well. Yeah, that was the credit, the final credit mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, I like that song. That was mean to me. I like that one. It was good. Um, another side note. Have you seen the movie The Curve? Or like it's called Dead Man's Curve. No, it has I've like Matthew it. Lillard and like Carrie Russell. It's like what? two. Yeah. Oh my god, you haven't seen it? Mm-mm. Oh my god. Well, oh god, we should do this for fucking October. But it, it's so good. It's like two college students. They kill their roommate and try to make it look like a suicide. Sweet. I mean, like, not sweet, that's but yeah. Sweet. No, it's like that's not that's not the that's not our sweet as in an interesting plot line. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yes. Like. Um, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's from 98. It's definitely on the list. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking about it. It's, it's one of those movies that like is in the vein of like gossip, this disturbing mm-hmm. behavior, like the late nineties got kind of dark. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. After we got clueless and all this like funny, happy shit, we got like these really dark, like kind of twisted 
like thrillers, like teen, like teaching Mrs. Tingle, mm-hmm. like twisted teen thrillers, I guess was the thing. Obviously Scream was big. I mean, so they were like, okay, let's make, you know, different stuff. Yeah. That's kind of like the, the genre uh, for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's um, true. It got what, more neat. One song that was in there. And I honestly like just, it's honestly just a few chords, mm-hmm. but from the start of the song, but I recognized it. It was when uh, Derek is seeing like Bo and Naomi on the couch in the club. And they uh-huh. they focus on his eye, you know. Oh. Um, so the music that we hear in the beginning um, is uh, "Bring Me the Disco King" by David Bowie. Oh no way! Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't hear that. I mean, it's it's like I said, very f- short little introduction chords of the song. That's cool. But I was like, I recognize this. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh wow, that's neat. God. I mean, I wish so much I was, like, a music supervisor. Right. For, like, movies and, like, I mean... They really don't make... And, and we keep we keep talking about it, but, literally like, they keep don't make soundtracks up. anymore. There aren't really songs in movies. No, that's true. I mean, there are, but, like... But it's are... mostly composed, like... Yeah, it's yeah. all original, like, mm-hmm. scores, mm-hmm. which is cool. fine, but... I feel like we just have, I mean, now especially, there's such a diverse group of, like, independent music you could pull from. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that I'm like, if they do have some things, you know, some songs and movies, it's not like it used to be. No. It's just, it's not used as a marketing tool anymore, which mm-hmm. means it's no longer important for bands to be on a soundtrack. Before, it was like, ooh, this if this song blows up in the movie, you'll get famous. But yep. now it's like, that's not how it happens. It's so sad. <laughs> Even in, like, Euphoria... They're like, is there some music? There actually, there's a few, but not as much as I would think. Where they're like new. I mean, obviously, the guy who does the score, like that's the thing, is the guy who does the score for mm-hmm. Euphoria. Like that's the big thing, is like original, which is cool. But I mean, like yeah, I have, I have a same. couple. So like every time, like I see, not every time, but like if I if I hear something in a TV show or a movie I like, I grab my Shazam app, mm-hmm. and I so I've got like. 200 things on my list and i've got a couple of songs from euphoria but not like enough to make an actual like playlist if that makes sense yeah me either i have a few that the labyrinth songs that i like but it's just like three or four yeah exactly yeah it's not like a ton that's cool you should do that for one of your performances what you should do the 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 song like the name song well, the Nate song from Euphoria. Oh, really yeah, good. right. The song that, yeah, it's the one that's like, put some money on it. Uh-huh. Play it, play it. But yeah, that they always play when you see Nate. And then I, like, I, I really like, um, because of Euphoria, I like, uh, what's his name? The Arfo Dodger. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, what's that fucking song? Where it's like, remix? Uh, Craig David. Oh, my God, Craig David. <laughs> Craig David. He had an Artful Dodger remix on like his first album. That's awesome. Yeah. It's actually really cool. <laughs> Craig David, wow. I'm really like dating myself right. here. Yeah, shit, man. <laughs> Craig David was the shit. Don't out there, don't act like y'all didn't like seven days and whatever that other song was that he had. Right. He had like two songs on that album. It was so good. Gotta get me through this or whatever. No. Wasn't that Craig David? That, no, that I gotta get through yeah. this. Wasn't that like Oakenfold? No, that was that was Craig David. Oh, God. Wasn't it? I, no. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Um, it's Daniel Bedingfield. Whatever. <laughs> so bad. Okay, yeah. So like the Uber oh, white the version. The of... song. <laughs> I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this. Was it Born to Do It? That's the name of the album. The one where he's like, took her for a drink on Monday. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was Seven Days. Yeah, that was Seven Days. <laughs> but there's another song from that album too. There's like. Oh, fill me in. Can that you did. fill yeah. me in? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that album is actually really good. Like, go on Spotify and listen to it. It's actually really fucking good. Or iTunes. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, or iTunes. Or go buy it at your local Tower Records. Oh, that was um, that was mean. That was... Wow. Um, okay, that was so let's. <laughs> I know that was rude. Sorry. That, um, that really hit. <laughs> um, so, favorite scenes and lines. Um, what do you got? I. You're like, I didn't like any of this, and I thought it was bullshit. (laughs) Um, I didn't put the favorite scenes, but I've just got, like, some three random quotes that I like. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The one where it's, like, in the beginning, in the very beginning, where they're in class, Mm -hmm. and Derek um, and the professor have, like, a couple of lines where Derek is like, 
gossip is is news gossip and news are the same thing they're always mm-hmm. been the same thing people tell stories that's what makes us human professor goodwin says come on web connect the dots be clear and Derek goes people pass a bunch of stories around in a tribe and finally someone writes them down and you have a religion mm-hmm. I, I mean it's it's beyond true you know yeah it's true um and then my other quote is when um jones and uh sheila the the girl from uh teaching mrs tingle are talking Mm-hmm. And she's like, I take all my teachers to the loft. And she's like, I heard a hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where she's like, I heard this and yeah. that. It's like, what? I mean, literally, it's, I mean, the movie is called Gossip. But I mean, everywhere you turn, there's just like someone is telling something about somebody else. And then they focus mm-hmm. on, well, who told you? Well, the camera focuses on the person that supposedly started the rumor. Um, That's literally, uh, I think, how I live my life. I'm like, oh my god, did you hear? Yeah. Well, I'm like the one of all of my friend group that like knows anything about pop culture. Like, no one, I guess, pays that close attention to it but me. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh my god, I'll like send people like, articles all the time. Like, look, mm-hmm. <laughs> look what's happening. Oh my god, this is happening. It's, it's really literally cool. when you, Charles, and I were in junior high, McLean was like the biggest fucking gossip. Oh yeah. Uh, establishment <laughs> oh yeah schools always are uh-huh oh my god like, there were rumors about the, that party that you had during halloween yeah there were rumors about like i won't say their names i guess since we already said <laughs> the school but like uh that some of our classmates had like a threesome yep. uh when we were like 13 mm-hmm. like we lived euphoria folks we, we just didn't have a really... we didn't have a camera crew but like there was some wild shit going on blowjobs in the school bus um there was some wild shit going mm-hmm. on like and it's basically all like a no pun intended like oral history <laughs> like it's basically it's like you have to hear it from somebody who was there you know like because it, 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 it wasn't documented anywhere else mm-hmm. which is really funny yeah and then my my last clo- my last quote is when um joan sees travis on the floor and she and he's like obviously drunk you know and she's like, mm-hmm. are you drunk? He's like, no, I'm just having a little dialogue with gravity. <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. <laughs> I like that one. I, I really, really like him. Too. I liked him a lot. Yeah, I love Travis. <laughs> uh, I think he's cool. That whole, like, wrestling scene at the end with the gun, though, was so bad. bad. Yeah, it was a bit much. <laughs> was, Let's bring the Buffy stagers in here. This was not, I mean, not literally, a good stage Literally, time. ever since he goes outside with the gun... There's just like, there's a lack of dialogue, a lack of movement, a lack of just acting in general. I need more information. There were blanks in the gun and she had a blood pack. Like, I I don't know how we got this. You saw the, you even saw the bullet, like, go on the floor. Yeah, and you saw the blood, like, she had the wound and it was, like, open, but I was like, wait a minute, if it was there, it would be, like, bleeding out. Right. Like, how was he not putting pressure on it? <laughs> and then felt it and be like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> this is a, a blood pack. Yeah. It's just, that was kind of weird, too. And it was a long struggle. I was like, somebody shoot the gun. <laughs> like, you're still struggling, like, back and forth with it. Like, for God's sakes, like, let the thing happen. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Um, oh good but uh what are, what are yours that's all you got yeah that's all i got oh cool all right i have like a not a lot of notes but i have this little notes about the story going okay. along the way yeah. so in the beginning uh when you see uh jones getting ready to go out you don't really know where she's going she picks up this film camera it's the contacts t2 it's like a massively uh like what do you call it like cult film camera like lots of people like want to buy it. it's really expensive on ebay but i thought that was really funny because that was like a new camera at the time mm. like a new film camera mm-hmm. I like that she was, like, taking photos of people outside. I kind of wish we got more of that. That I was like, is she a photographer? And how come she was doing, like, how come Travis had her negatives? And he was, like, scanning the photos. Like, when she took that photo (laughs) of, like, Bo and Naomi, I was like, what's going on? So then... Um, I also love that beginning when, like, they tell that lie that, like, Travis's parents are, like, rock stars. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. Like. Yeah, they were like, we're not going to tell you who it is because, like, we can't. But, like, all, everyone, like, reads him to sleep when he was a kid, like, in the hotel. Like, he was playing with the doorman, playing checkers because he had, like, no parents. Right. And he just got, like, they just dropped him off and lived at hotels. And I love that he was like, what did you tell them? Like, after they got free drinks all night. 
Like they were, he was like, whatever, we got free drinks, it's fine. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So um, this loft apartment stuff of dreams I wrote so amazing. The one thing that they don't explain that I thought would have made, I mean, the whole thing a lot better and more interesting is that I wish they literally were just one big polyamorous couple or one thruple. Like, I wish that, like, that had been it because it still seemed just, like, so far-fetched that there's a woman living in this apartment with these two guys that she, like, kind of sort of has something with. Kind of like that movie, uh, what is it, Threesome with one of the Baldwin brothers, um... And oh, what is Jennifer that? Jason I... Lee or something? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I'll, I'll look it up. I th- I think that was... I think that would have been cool. Because I was like, this is literally, like, the most ideal, uh, like, three, like, thruple relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, you have Norman Reedus and James Marsden. Like, what is wrong with this picture? I thought that was that would have been like really funny because it was never really explained. But then you got kind of like in the middle, you kind of got like um, Derek and Jones kind of like flirting with the idea of like sleeping together. But then she's like, no, I don't want to do anything. And he's like, come on, you haven't thought about it. And I was like, how long do they know each other? Like, are they just college friends that just met? How are they living in the apartment? Did none of them pay rent? <laughs> like, I know that Travis was like, I don't have the rent this month. He's like, it's OK. Don't worry about it. Like, whatever. And I was like, do they all live in, like, do they all live here rent-free? That's cool. But I was like, granted, of course he used that at the end to be like, how much should have I done for you? Like, I'm going to fucking tell them, you know? Oh, I see it now. Threesome from 94. Stephen Baldwin. Oh, wow. Stephen Baldwin. Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Oh, Alexis Arquette. (laughs) Oh, is she in that? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I've never even heard of it. I'll mark it down. It seems good. It, it. It has boring parts, but it's a good movie. Oh, cool. It seems good. I like Josh Charles. I like him. Mm-hmm. Laura Flynn Boyle. What happened to her? Right. Like, I didn't see her. Oh, she was in Twin Peaks. The TV series? Yeah, like the early one. Oh. I didn't even know that. I need an, another show that I started multiple times, but I've never been able to, like, properly get into. Mm-hmm. And I have so many friends who are like, oh, my God, Twin Peaks is, like, the best. Like... I can't believe you don't like it. And I was like, it's really slow. And I think it's, it's also from a time when it's David Lynch, that things are just very weird and it's very drawn out and very moody, which I get. But just like you said earlier, my attention span is fuck all right now. Like (laughs) I'm watching the stranger things last episode. I got 45 minutes. That's about all I can take like two and a half hours. I can't sit and watch that. It's just, like, it's really overwhelming. Granted, it is good. The story's moving along. Great. But I'm just like, this is a lot. (laughs) Like, why didn't you split this into, like, two more episodes? Like, I don't get why it had to be one. One big one. Stranger Things, folks. It's (laughs) weird. Um, But, yeah. So... That I found really interesting, <laughs> that they have, like, a weird three-way relationship, but never say anything, and Travis seemed... I thought she was gonna, like, hook up with Travis at some point, or he was gonna, like, show some jealousy when he found That's out that, like, like... yeah. Yeah, but it kind of, like, didn't really happen, so I was like, does he not like her like that? Are they... Were they brother and sister? Like, I was trying to figure it out in the beginning when I first saw it. I was like, what's the dynamic here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is very weird. It's cool, but it's... <clears throat> and they, like, work together, like... It's almost like they their lives are so intertwined. Like, instead of all doing separate papers for this class, they're, like, coming together and, like, deciding to start a rumor together and, like, making this whole thing together. It's just really interesting. It's not really... Like, you don't see them with anyone else. You don't see them with, like, other friends. It's very much like they're always together and they're, like, doing this thing. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. My, um, my first favorite scene was the same one you mentioned with Derek talking about like gossip in class and i like the quote where he says i like gossip it's fun mm-hmm. yeah I like that that's probably what the title it's gonna be so i love that like they have to write a, a paper about it but they just start decide instead to start a rumor and kind of like telephone where you say one thing and it always ends up getting like changed and then comes back to you different it's kind of what they did but the way that like this is another thing that i don't think would exist now their original um 
like rumor, quote unquote, was that Derek was hooking up with some girl in this apartment slash bedroom in this nightclub. And I guess he sees Naomi and Bo in this room, but he sees them like making out. He sees Bo kind of like trying to coax her to like go further. And she's like, no, no, but she's drunk. Then he goes back into the bathroom to tend to the girl he was hooking up with. She gets sick, but then he comes back out and he sees Bo leave, I guess, but he doesn't really know for a fact that anything's happened. Right. Um, but he decides to say she's apparently like, uh, kind of has this, um, persona that she's a virgin and she doesn't sleep with guys. That's like her, you know, thing. So he decides to say, you know, well, she did sleep with him in that room and that, you know, first it was that she slept with him. So she's not this goody goody that you all think she is. Then it ends up getting twisted into like someone else. I think twisted into saying that, um, Bo date raped her to the point where Naomi now believes this because she was passed out. So she doesn't really know what happened. She just like kind of is like hearing all this and mm-hmm. she kind of believes it. That is insane, especially with now we have Me Too and all this yeah. uh, other thing that happens. That's insane that someone would start a rumor like that that literally like destroys your life if it's not true. Mm-hmm. And how do you prove it's not? Like, how do you prove that that didn't happen? Right. I mean, all, all this kind of stuff. So that that was really crazy. I thought that was super nuts. And then, of course, like, everything gets twisted. It goes everywhere. Now people are saying that she had, like, leather underwear and, like, rubber underwear. Like, it just went <laughs> yeah. so far. Yeah, they're like, no, she's not like this. She's, like, a dominatrix. And she's, like, this and that. Like, she's, you know, totally different. She's, like, super wealthy. Uh, Kate Hudson's character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was really nuts. And then she, like, goes to the cops and actually says like I think that something happened and they arrest Bo which is crazy I don't know how Bo got out of it but eventually he gets out of jail I guess they had no evidence I'm assuming yeah Yeah, I have no idea how that happens so then I wrote Jones goes old school after she talks to Naomi my other favorite scene is when Jones goes to Naomi's room and she's like oh my god I'm really sorry all this happened blah, blah blah and then she kind of finds out that like Derek and Naomi know each other because they're from the same town Mm -hmm. and then she turns like detective like every 90s movie and like goes to the high school to like ask about this fucking random ass person and they're like sure we'll tell you oh wait it's Naomi Preston no we can't say anything so you find out there's like some big gossip and rumor about that um I like the Derek and um Bo fight in the rain like up on the roof (laughs) when they like get into that like scuffle um which I thought was really good and then of course like Travis it talks about how like Na- like you know we find out like Naomi dies and they're like you did it you did it to her this rumor killed her she committed suicide all this like she didn't know what to do and everyone now everyone's like fighting about like what the other one told the cops which I found funny and of course we get Derek's like true dick nature and he's gonna pin everything on Travis and he's like oh she's he's obsessed with her blah 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 i was like of course he's gonna try to do this i was like but of course you know he's a fucking asshole he seems a lot also like sebastian and cruel intentions Mm -hmm. but he doesn't like learn his lesson at all like sebastian kind of learned his lesson before he died sorry spoiler alert um if you haven't (laughs) seen cruel intentions but i mean it's 30 years old at this point if you haven't i mean i can't (laughs) it's like scream like if you don't know who the killers are right now like i don't i don't know (laughs) like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) um and also this teacher i find such a dick like i I didn't have teachers that were like this mean and judgmental to their students Mm. Um, I kind of thought he was like kind of gruff, which I thought was really weird, but yeah, we got this whole thing at the end where you get like the big reveal and it's kind of anticlimactic. It should have come like 20 minutes before it actually happened, like five minutes before the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should have come before then we would have had like a nice aftermath and kind of a blow up. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of all. I mean, Derek ends up confessing that he actually did rape Naomi and that she quote that deserved it. Yeah, she quote <laughs> deserved it. Yeah, and they taped it yeah. because they fucking tape everything like weirdos. So they like <laughs> in like 2000 when that was expensive. Like you didn't just like have a running camera going not uh, like, like anywhere. <laughs> no, not like now. You have phones everywhere yeah. and everything's recording you. But yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy that they like. I love it right after he says it, it like repeats back. Mm-hmm. Did you get that on film? <laughs> yes, yes, I got, I got that on film. 
um so yeah it's literally like you know eventually we're assuming that he gets caught which i thought was good so i'm like does she run off with norman reedus now (laughs) like what how do they leave remember he's like get out of my apartment i'm like so where are they gonna go (laughs) don't leave the apartment (laughs) take the apartment over when he goes to jail (laughs) that was funny yeah so everyone's alive everyone's fine at the end so that was like you know oh okay cool (laughs) but yeah (laughs) yeah it was like oh wow but yeah i mean this is one of those movies i feel like if you're into these kind of films from the 90s one of those like probably never seen but really interesting to talk about gossip because it hasn't really changed i mean we're still kind of in that world and you know gossip is a thing i i honestly think that um it sounds really lame to say but i think gossip girl brought back gossip xoxo xoxo (laughs) i really think it did because that became like a thing like anonymous gossip mm. like became a huge thing obviously like Perez Hilton and like all those bloggers and now in, like the like, early days there's also like pretty little liars which is kind of like a gossip show plus murder plus whatever plus like statutory rape of like a teacher having like, oh, a full on relationship yeah. with mm-hmm. what's her face I was mm-hmm. like what is how is this literally I don't understand I kind of am like completely lost how like so many teen shows have student teacher relationships and it's li- and it's illegal and people have been arrested for it and all this crazy shit and they have not changed. I mean, like, it, even in Riverdale, that was recent. And I mean, this is not an excuse, but you know who made that famous was that Basically. real teacher and student. Um, oh, Mary Kay Letourneau. Thank you. Uh huh. They made that they made that quote unquote popular. Well, yeah, in, like, the popular tabloid news. Yeah, we heard about it. So, I guess writers everywhere was like, okay, we're going to do this and run with it. Again, like I said, not an excuse, but... No. (laughs) And that guy was, like, 11 or 12. And they have, what, kids now, right? Well, she died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, they had two kids. They They have, like... They're, like, 20. Yeah. They're, like, older. Yeah, it's crazy. Um... Yeah, but I was going to say Pacey, because he made it big in, like, TV world Mm -hmm. in Dawson's Creek. And you don't really see Kate Hudson anymore. I do like her in that How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Um, What does she do? She does the leggings. She has that legging thing. What is it? Like, Fabletics? She has this, like, legging company. Oh, yeah. She has, like, these leggings uh, that she, like, does commercials and stuff for. I think she started it. Oh, she was in Bride Wars in 2009 with uh, Anne Hathaway. (laughs) Oh, okay. That was a cute-ass movie. (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen that. She was in Glee? Yeah, for a couple episodes. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah, she is in random stuff. I know she's, like, had, I think... A few like kids recently. She was in a, a sea of music video in 2020. Yeah, so I guess she does like random shit. She doesn't have to work. I mean, I don't think. I don't think any of these people have to work anymore. Probably but... not. I mean, she's Goldie Hawn's daughter. <laughs> oh, that's true. So yeah, I mean, like she can just hang out with Goldie Hawn like all day. I'm sorry. But she I was. Lo- I love Goldie her. Hawn, but like the older she gets, I feel like her mind is going. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I mean, if you see her in like interviews or like award shows, she's just like she looks like one of those like old ladies that like just came out of the elderly home. Oh no, not I hate, Goldie! I, I hate to speak ill of her, but I mean, she's lost. Oh. <laughs> oh, maybe she's going through like a rough patch or something. I mean, maybe. yeah, who knows? Yeah, she's, she's not like her Russell. She's fine. <laughs> yeah oh my god it's so funny we did broken hearts love if you haven't seen it uh go watch it and then listen to our episode we did it a little while ago um yeah i mean do you have any other final notes you're Mm-mm. still keeping it a c yeah yeah that's cool sorry that's cool yeah i mean uh you know buy this on dvd it's probably like a dollar somewhere it was or a good experience. rent it it was a good yeah, it was good yeah it was a good experience as always we are also planning to do for patreon spice world at some point and find it streaming and figure out a way to like where how we can all watch it but that's something that i really want to do and then (laughs) then then there's a one that always talks about mentors (laughs) (laughs) so good like spice world is literally like one of the best movies oh my god i saw that i remember seeing that in, in the theater by myself because 
So my my dad when he when he was alive, he had a uh, an office in Reston, Virginia, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how old I was. I can't do math. Um, but I would I would go with him from time to time, and he, and he'd be like, okay, so I've got this conference and this meeting and blah blah blah, and he's like, but you can go like mosey on around town and blah blah blah. So I'd go to like Sam Goody, and then I I just like check out the movie theater by myself. Oh neat. Yeah. So I mean, as sad as sad as it was, it was fun. That's um, amazing. Though. And I saw Spice World by myself. I was like one of like maybe three people. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that's so cool though. Yeah. God bless the Spice Girls. I They're love the only them. ones who can get us out of this world mess. Honestly, if they came back together and were like, "We're coming back," all of them. I mean, all of them. Yeah, every single one. Before the pandemic, uh, before the pandemic started, they were going to go on tour, and I think they actually all hit all of them. I think they hit no. I think they hit a few places in Europe before the pandemic, but Victoria wasn't joining them on tour. She was the one who was the holdout this time. Yeah, instead of Ginger. Oh well, we uh, the only last time I saw them all together was at that London Olympics mm-hmm. opening oh, ceremony. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah, with the cars, that was so cool. That was like what 2012, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a while ago, but that was the last time I remember seeing them all together. And I was like, oh my god, they're getting back together. <laughs> yes, I like the Spice Girls and also Nirvana. So you know, we got a wide taste here. Um, speaking of Nirvana, join the Patreon. We did a documentary <laughs> on their, you know time in the uk which was really cool mm-hmm. that there was a special one so yeah join the patreon the links down there five bucks a month there's like 60 episodes on there so you have access to all that for five dollars anything else to say or are we out of here we are out of here bye <laughs>